Well, hello, and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, we took a week off, but now we're back. How's it going? Hey, Jenny. Glad to be back with you again this week after having last week off. I hope you had as good of a holiday week as shippers did. Well, Maze, I think that depends on what kind of a week shippers actually had. Mine was full of food and rest, but let's hear how shippers week actually turned out to be. Well, Jenny, shippers got to rejoice in a week that confirmed just how loose trucking capacity remains to be in what was thought to be the peak season of transportation. And we all know that there is no real peak season this year or this time around rather, but keep going. The National Outbound Tender Rejection Index saw just about no impact and was basically flat, right around 4.3%. However, carriers saw a much needed uptick in spot rates, although it was just roughly around 2.8% increase. It was slim, but it was still something and still in their direction as carriers pushed the national average back to the level experience earlier in November. So it wasn't like we saw that huge increase that carriers most likely were hoping for throughout the holiday weekend, but they still saw the spot market move somewhat in their direction. Well, that is positive news that we were not originally anticipating, but the slight movement in their favor makes a lot of sense. And I also hear that diesel is down. That's right, Jenny. Additionally, prices at the pump declined. Now, Maze, that's really great news because we know the overhead costs of um, fuel really impacts the bottom line for a carrier. But can you tell us more about what we can expect in December in terms of any market swings or shifts? Well, driving through December, markets will likely deflate again and experience a slight continuous decline until the year's final week, unless, Jenny, we see the disruptions that are front page news that could be caused by a potential rail strike. Oh man, Maze, this feels like deja vu. We're right back where we were in, I think it was July and August at the initial deadline for uh, the contract negotiations with rail unions. You're right, there's no doubt about it. All eyes on the rails. And what will play out come December 9th? when a potential strike could come. And what are you thinking, Maze? Will we witness a strike this time? I'm not too sure. The last time a U.S. rail strike occurred was in 1992. And it looks like witnessing a strike in 2022 has become a greater possibility. That's right, Maze. So as of November 21st, of the 12 union unions that are negotiating contracts with seven biggest rail companies, members of eight have opted to ratify their contracts and four have rejected it. So that's where we stand right now. Just keep in mind, Jenny, around 30% of freight moves through the U.S. via rail. And if a strike was to take place, this could overturn the freight industry as a whole. Currently, the trucking market is exceptionally soft, with less demand than in the previous two years. A prolonged strike could turn the trucking industry back on a tailspin. Did anyone have a second potential rail strike on their supply chain bingo card? Well, it may be time to X that one out, but we're hoping not. That's right, Jenny. A rail strike isn't going to just impact the transportation industry, but it will have a direct hit on the economy and cost tens of billion dollars per day. In addition, a prolonged strike would impact other industries such as agriculture, manufacturing, fuel, chemical, and more. Oh, that's right, Maze. Undoubtedly, this is connected to the greater ecosystem of how freight moves around the country. So the bottom line is if rail stops, everything else is halted and flipped on its head. It's really in Congress's hands. And Congress will likely intervene if it does come down to a strike. But the question is when? As of Monday evening, the president called on Congress to prepare to act to prevent a rail strike that could devastate the economy. The potential for a strike 
should be top of everyone's mind, not just shippers and carriers. But shippers need to be prepared for a potential shift in their supply chain, even if it's not prolonged. And carriers could potentially see a strike of any period change the direction of trucking rates through that very end of 2022. And let's say and hope that doesn't actually happen, Mays. Where do you think the markets are going to stand relative to the rest of Q4? Well, taking the whole potential of a rail strike out of the picture, truckload markets will likely see further softening of spot rates after seeing a slight uptick over the past 14 days. The uptick was felt the most in the southeast region. On the opposite spectrum, the northeast was the only region that saw rates decline over the same period. Winter weather may be the only hurdle left for shippers as we shift into our final gear and start our drive through December to round off 2022. And dare I say, it is not the right time to get comfortable yet. We still have a couple of weeks to go and we're definitely keeping an eye on that potential rail strike with any potential natural disasters that might occur. Maze, do we have any that come to mind? Please say no. Well, Jenny, this week already, we are starting to see a major snowstorm come across the West and Midwest. And a widespread winter weather event like this could bring some capacity issues to specific markets. Outside of weather, truckload markets will be firmly in the shipper's control, utterly opposite of how we kicked off 2022 when carriers push spot rates to all-time highs. And so obviously I remember this as part of what is the norm if we were to have a normal peak season, but obviously what has changed over the last couple of years is normalcy, right? That's right, Jenny. We were just in a completely different state than when we started the year in the truck transportation sector. We have seen spot demand decline for trucking and a return to contract acceptance. The cause of contract acceptance was a result of repricing above spot rates as overall demand started to decrease and the supply chain bottlenecks experienced some easing. As contractual freight started to be accepted, it resulted in a freefall in spot rates that began back in March. To check the pulse of the imports, there's no shift in demand in the near-term future. As we look at imports, year-over-year show a similar trend, with a significant decline in import shipments at just about all of the major U.S. ports. The next few weeks, we'll see a similar direction of freight markets as we saw through the first half of November. That is, again, if a real strike does not cause some massive disruption through supply chains. Well, we are literally days away from the December 5th end of the cooling off period, so we will see what happens. Well, Jenny, it was great to be back with you again this week, and I look forward to next week and to really open up the can of worms on this potential real strike. Oh, I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of news to break next week, but until then, we'll see you next week with an all-new episode. Drive safely. Since the recording of this episode, a critical update to the rail union negotiations has been made. Justin Mays is here to break it down. It looks like Congress will be acting to avert a real strike after all. As of Wednesday, November 30th, there will be two bills put on the House floor to vote. The first one is to force the unions to accept the tentative agreements reached back in September, while the second is to guarantee seven sick days for the union workers. And this is one of the main focal points of disagreements between the two sides. These bills are likely to pass, but will still have some opposition on both sides of the aisle. Thank you, Mays, for that quick update. We'll continue to update you on next week's episode, more as this develops. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. 
The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change. Thank you.